This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, Lion Chasers, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to The Courage Cast. Hey, guys, this is a good episode today. I can tell you it's going to be a a life-changing one if you grasp the truth, not of what I'm saying, but of what God has been saying in Chapter 4 of Chase the Lion. And the title of it is called The Door to the Future. And it's taking inspiration from the scripture, 2 Samuel 23, 8, that says, He raised his spear against 800 men. The main message of this chapter that I take away, and I'm trying to, I'm going to try to shorten these messages so that I get right to the point. I, I felt like the first three episodes, first three chapters, I kind of just went through the book chronologically and just basically pointed out all the different things that struck me. But I'd I'd like to not do that this time. I'd like to stick with one theme, one big takeaway from this chapter so that you can feel like it apply, you can apply it right away. And I think the biggest takeaway I take from this is that every God-sized dream has a beginning point or a genesis, a God-ordained opportunity, a God-given passion. But at some point, you need to raise your spear of faith. That's how the door opens and lets the future in. You have to raise your spear, just as it's described in 2 Samuel. He raised, the great warrior raised his spear against 800 men. Many times, oftentimes, it requires great, great faith. He relays a story about how Rick Warren, what was the genesis, what was the starting point, the genesis of the dream of the purpose-driven life, the purpose-driven church. And Rick Warren talks about that his church, Saddleback Church, initiated a building campaign. And as the pastor of the church, Rick wanted to set the standard So he and his wife, Kay, pledged the equivalent of three years of his salary to the campaign. Shortly after making the pledge, Rick signed a two-book deal for the Purpose Driven Church and the Purpose Driven Life. The advance, well, that was the same dollar amount as the three-year pledge. Coincidence? No, I don't think so. And of course, The Purpose Driven Life has been one of the most best-selling nonfiction books of all time. As a matter of fact, it is the most best-selling nonfiction book of all time. So, friends, what spear do you need to raise? There's a lot of great stories in this in this chapter, but I want to take one main point. If I take one main point out of this, is that God is going to use you, but it requires, once he's planted that dream, once he's implanted that in you, it takes action. It takes stepping out and doing it. Doing it. 
In the case of Rick Warren, it was an act of generosity. If you want God to do something beyond your ability, if you want God to do something beyond your ability, if you're hoping and waiting and praying and seeking and asking and knocking and desiring God to do something beyond your own ability, miraculous, try giving beyond your means. He says in here, it's a great starting point, a leverage point. Do you understand the concept of leverage? A lever is something that you use to lift something on another end. So you're on one end and this object is on another end. Well, it's the, it's the, the lever that helps you to lift something that's much greater than yourself. And that's the leverage point. That is what God can use to give himself glory. He can give himself glory. He's able to do miraculous things in your life. But in most cases, you have to step out. In all cases, you have to step out in faith. He asked the question in here, when was the last time you attempted something that was destined to fail without divine intervention? Now, this is not talking about jumping off a cliff, guys. Obviously, you're going to die, most likely. So don't do that. That's not what I'm advising you to do. Don't even go there. Don't put your life in danger. I'm not saying that. But we tend to avoid situations where the odds are against us. But when we do, we rob God of the opportunity to do something supernatural. He talks about the 800 Philistine soldiers in this chapter. There were 800 Philistine soldiers in the field. And then he raised up his spear to take on the 800 soldiers. 800 to 1 odds. And he overcame. This warrior did in the story. Another point, and this is the last point I want to talk about, is... um, the section of the Door to the Future chapter called Page 23. It's talking about the story of the Brooklyn Tabernacle in New York City, which is a 6,000-seat church building that was built in the 1800s. By the time Pastor Jim Cimbala took it over, it was dwindled down to 30 people attended that church. He couldn't organize, market, and program his way out of it. He couldn't finesse it. When Jim and his wife went on a fishing trip to Florida, he heard God say very clearly, if you and your wife will lead my people to pray and call upon my name, you will never lack for something fresh to preach. I will supply all the money that's needed and you will never have a building large enough to contain the crowds I will send. And from that point forward, when Jim decided God threw down the gauntlet and Jim raised his spear, 
From that point forward, the church exploded, and now you cannot get a seat. You better get there early, or else you're going to have a seat in the overflow room, if at all. An interesting little footnote on this is that Stephen Furtick, who is, of course, the pastor of Elevation Church, when he read page 23 of Jim Cimbala's Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire, this story right here, it said, I despaired at the thought that my life would slip by without seeing God himself mightily on our behalf. Seeing God show himself mightily on our behalf. That one statement jumped off the page and into Stephen Furtick's spirit. And Stephen's vision for Elevation Church was born. Jim is Stephen's upline, Jim Cimbala, and Stephen is Jim's downline. And so, friends, I'm praying that God gives you a page 23 vision as you go through Chase the Lion with me. Page 23 vision. What is the page 23 vision? What is coming up in your spirit today as I'm reading this? What is the spear that he's calling you to raise? The tip of the spear that he's calling you to raise. What is the starting point? Share about it in the Courageous Community. I'd love to hear from you on Facebook. Let's get going, friends. Let's start encouraging one another on. You never know. It also says in this, one word of encouragement has the potential to change a person's perspective on life, a person's plot line for all eternity. And don't just compliment people to their faces. Brag about them behind their backs. Let's encourage one another. Let's share our stories. Let's share the, the tipping, the tips of the spear that are coming up for you and for me. And let's talk about them in the courageous community. I sense something coming up in me, and I'm not quite sure what that is, but I, I believe it'll be something that I'll share in the upcoming episodes or maybe even share in the courageous community. I'll tell you one thing that's come up for me that I've been that I've been resonating with is this idea of having a weekly time of prayer on the courageous community in the courageous community group, asking for prayer requests and going together in prayer for one another. When I read that page 23 in the the story of what God spoke to Jim Symbol on that fishing trip, that resonates with my spirit. What resonates with you? Share about it in the courageous community. And uh, when you, if you have a chance, give us a rating and review. Love to hear from you. Uh, rating and review on iTunes. Love to hear from you there. If you do, send me an email at eric at courageouscommunity.com and I'll send you a t-shirt. Uh, just give me your mailing address and your size and I'd love to get that out to you. Well, that's it for me, friends. I look forward to being with you again on the next episode of CourageCast. Cast.